Hey, welcome to Diaries of Badass Bosses, the podcast series that takes a deep dive into the journeys of entrepreneurs and businesses who are shaking things up in their industry. I'm Penny. And I'm Tiggs. And in this series, we'll explore the stories of people who have defied the odds, taken risks, and forged their own paths to success. We'll hear from founders who have turned their ideas into thriving businesses, as well as CEOs who have transformed their organizations and taken them to new heights. So exciting. We're going to talk about what it means to be a badass boss, including the challenges, the rewards, and the importance of resilience and adaptability. We're going to hear their stories, insights, advice for anyone looking to make their mark in the world of business, no matter what size. Want a weekly dose of badass boss energy? Join us every Wednesday on all major podcasting platforms. See you there. Hello and welcome to Diaries of Badass Bosses. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing my co-host and my bestie, Penny Joyner-Platt, who is the uh, founder of the platform, which is a a business development agency. Um, I am so excited because... Obviously, we know each other super well. Intimately. 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 Um, (laughs) But I'm really excited to have this opportunity to ask you questions so people get to know you better. But maybe I'm going to learn a thing or two about you in the process. I'm actually a bit nervous. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like, you, you definitely know how to get really under the skin of people <laughs> because that's what you do yeah so as much as you do know me I'm also a little bit nervous but I'm excited um welcome to badass bosses this is exciting I, oh, I, I literally have been thinking about this day I think for a long time actually yeah. like creating a podcast um and when you said to me you wanted to do it with me it was that was it that was like deal done and then we found Connor. And then we found Connor. Oh, a lovely Connor. Who's currently off camera if you're watching this in video form. I'm only available in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get him on camera. Yeah. Uh, hopefully later in the season. Oh, we will. Happen. Definitely. The soothing tones of Connor are going to uh, feature <laughs> quite regularly in this uh, podcast. But okay. Now we've introduced ourselves, I suppose. Should we get to it? Yes. Um, so I sent you these questions because I am such a night owl. Uh, I sent these to you at about 2am this morning. Um, so you're going into this interview. Blind. Fully blind. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is what scares me. Look, I have two children under four. I am in bed by like 8pm. So well, no, seriously. We live on different pl- time planes, don't we? We do. It's like different countries. Okay. Go for it. So I have a little bit more of my intro for you because, I mean, I can't just leave it at that. Uh, So offering a range of PR and marketing services, including one-to-one coaching, do it with you and do it for you. Penny's mission is to help you and your business become more visible on every platform. So I often affectionately refer to you as the words to my pictures and with an impressive 15 year career history covering every aspect of media PR marketing and brand building across a variety of consumer brands, both small and large, I'm pretty certain that your CV speaks for itself. Um, you've worked on campaigns for Disney, QVC, Celebrity Cu- Celebrity Cruises and NFU Mutual, to name a few. So I'm really excited that we can delve a little bit further into the world of Penny um, and find out more about you. Uh, so 
Tell us your origin story. Um, so how does a high-flying PR queen from the city end up going solo and founding a rapidly growing business development agency? I, <laughs> I actually had the weirdest career journey. Um, I basically was originally a professional dancer and singer. So mm. I actually went to stage school. I didn't do university. I came straight out of school and I was desperate to be a dancer and I didn't even tell my mum and dad. I basically went to the audition without telling them. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I did not see yeah. any things already. <laughs> um, just because I basically drove myself down to London to audition for Lane Theatre Arts and yeah. they didn't know what I was doing. Um, where and were you then, at the time? So, like, where were you based? So I was in Birmingham, so Tamworth, yeah. where I'm from, Staffordshire. I am a Brummie lass. Mm. Though you can't tell it from my accent because I did do elocution lessons, thank God. Um, <laughs> no offence to anyone from Birmingham, by the way. Um, but it is quite a, you know, specific... Um, it's an accent. Accent, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I basically took myself down to Lanes and auditioned. And because the audition happened just as they were basically taking all of the kind of next year, it was literally yeah. the week that they were making the decisions. Um, I actually got accepted. Yeah, you did. Um, and I was in bed and my mum answered the phone because these were the days when you didn't have mobiles and they phoned your home phone. Um, and she basically answered the phone and she was like, Penny, Lane Theatre Arts is on the phone saying they've accepted you. And I hadn't actually told them that I'd auditioned at that point. <laughs> and uh, took the call. I was literally waking up at that moment. Took the call. They were like, yes, you're accepted, but you're going to have to now go for a scholarship audition if you want to, mm. like, get in. Because mm -hmm. ultimately, it's £15,000 a year to go. Um, and my mum turned around and said to me, well, you better get that scholarship, hadn't you? Oh that was what she said to me. It wasn't like, well done for getting it. It was literally like, well, you better get that scholarship now. Mm -hmm. I did actually go the following week uh, and I did get the scholarship. Yeah, so I did, did go to Lane Theatre Arts. Um, but then, yeah, started my career in, in dance and, and acting and singing and realised that it's not going to pay my bills mm. because you're in and out. It flops so much. So... Um, at the time, I was working in a pub as well as doing my dancing and stuff. Yeah. Um, and one of my friends was actually a DJ. Um, and he kind of travelled around and he ended up getting me into radio. Yes. From that, I then worked for GCAP Media. From that, I then worked for ITV, which is actually, funnily enough, how I met my husband as yes. well through that link. Um, thanks, Mitch and Sparky. <laughs> um, but yeah, so from there, I just started in PR and marketing, but I did it from the media point of view. Um, the best, the best bit for me was working for the press association because there's not many PRs that get the opportunity to actually work on a news floor alongside a journalist and do PR and work for the client. So effectively, I was bridging that gap, mm. which a lot of clients don't always have that access to. Because what I'm able to do is say, I know exactly what a journalist wants. Yeah. You know, whether it's the, the written word, whether it's the picture desk, video desk, whatever. But I was there at, literally at the time when the, the video wire was launched. Mm. You know, people mm -hmm. weren't even doing video at the time. It was all press releases. Yeah. Um, but the great thing was, was I got the best training in the world 
in my in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I am a stickler for a damn good press release. She really is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I then went agency side. I worked in a couple of different London agencies um, and then fell pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, very exciting. In yeah. 2019, uh, my little boy, Freddie, uh, was born. Um, and sadly, four months into my maternity, I got made redundant. Mm. And I had been told a few times, like, oh, you should go out on your own. And I never wanted to do it. I was always like, no, quite safe, quite secure. My London life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm agency. I just feel like really secure in it. Um, but something literally happened when that redundancy happened that made me go I don't want to do the London commute in the morning I don't want to be up at 6 a.m on the train coming back at 8 p.m and missing my son grow up it just triggered me because you know I live in Hertfordshire it is a good hour round commute um so yeah so I went out on my own and I started my business in January 2020 of course I did. <laughs> Best time to Why start Why not? Like, Absolutely. yeah, then COVID hit. But luckily, I managed to secure a couple of really small business clients mm. who I actually did work through, through yeah. COVID with. Um, and actually what happened with that was I ended up not just doing PR. Yeah. And I really, like, that was the real turning point for me, was, like, I'm not just offering PR to people. I'm actually offering full business support. So, initially, I, I launched my business as Platform PR. Yes. With a double T. Yes. Because my name is Platt, just so. I'm, I do know how to spell. <laughs> um, but... It just, it ended up that I was literally doing like people's financials. Mm. I was helping them do social media. I was helping them design a new brand. I was doing a new website. It was everything that would help any small business or medium-sized business just level up and and get visible. Um, And so, yeah, last year, September, I rebranded and relaunched as the platform, as a business development agency with the wonderful help of your wonderful self. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so that's a very long answer to one question already. So apologies. But I think it's really important to cover that because you have such a variety and wealth of skills and knowledge that make you so good at what the, at what you do like you're not just drawing from one area of expertise you know what it's like to be in the limelight you know what it's like to work in PR you know what it's like to work in media so you're bringing all those skills to your clients that it's very rare to have all of that in in one package like in mm-hmm. one place was having your own business like obviously like agency life had called you originally but was there ever a spark of you know one day I want my own agency, one day I want to run my own business. Always, always, because I think everyone always thinks that they know how to do things in their own way. Mm. So when I manage clients, when I look after people, I have, you have your own style. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I pride myself on is, is that client relationship. Yeah. Um, and so there was definitely times where I felt like in the agency world, I couldn't do what I really wanted to do for that client or I felt restricted. Mm. And so there was always that thought, but I just never felt brave enough. Mm. So 
obviously you've just mentioned that you launched September 2022, the platform. Um, COVID was still very much on everyone's mind. It was very recent still. Um, and at the same time, we were dealing with this um, rapidly developing cost of living crisis. What was it like for you launching a business in such a, I mean, quite frankly, unstable time? Like, I'm a how crazy woman. I mean, that was, that was, <laughs> I'm absolute mad. I've got two <laughs> children under four. I mean, they're 20 months apart. I'm absolutely nuts. But I think that's the way I live my life is that everything's full on. Um, yeah. And I think I was so passionate Mm. Um, and what was important to me was to actually create a community and to create people around me, whether I'm like working with them or not, but actually just learning off people, because that's the one thing when you work on your own, I've worked with a team for years and then I went out on my own for two years and it was isolating and it was scary. And I went Mm. through really dark days of like, this is really lonely and sad. And what I found was important was if I'm going to set up my own business was let's make sure that I also create something that brings people with the same situation as myself Mm. that works on their own or works at home. Let's bring them together as well on this journey so that actually as I'm building my business, I'm building it with people building their businesses and just learning because that's I love learning I'm yeah. like a sponge from people um, it's the reason that I love you Tiggs like literally I've learned so much from you and I get so much from you Aww. that it's it's a wonderful you know yeah. relationship and I just felt like I wanted other people to kind of come in so that's why I set up the co-working days that I do once a month so it was just like an opportunity kind of just come together for a day and to be fair we actually all say it we don't actually get that much work done on the day (laughs) but actually what we do is a lot of learning so I always bring someone in to talk um we have opportunities to just just get something from each other throughout that day yeah and it feels like I have a team I mean it's the same I'd say for Connor as well like love you Connor I love you both too (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like you know you're so techie and I'm so not techie that I love that like I just honestly so for me it was kind of creating a team but working for myself. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I'm, my answers are really long. I'm appreciating. I love it. I love it. It's, <laughs> it, but it, it's nice to be able to delve in like all these long, these open-ended questions. <laughs> and also on the subject of your co-working, a huge shout out to CoSpace who mm. host them, who are also hosting us today yes. for this podcast. Uh, we so love you CoSpace. Thank you for having us. Uh, we love it here. <laughs> um, so delving into business development agency mm-hmm. what exactly does a business development agency do exactly because knowing you as well as I do you were so much more involved than the average PR or marketing agency so tell us what you offer and how you work with your clients so I suppose the way that I look at it is that I'm like an extension to their team mm. um without having somebody in-house because sometimes actually when you have people that are in-house they're so attached to it that actually they don't see the wood for the trees a little bit. So what I offer is actually being able to kind of be a part of your team, get under the skin of the brand, Mm. but really have that overarching insight and making sure that you're always that one step ahead. Yeah. Um, 
you know, for small businesses as well that maybe don't have the full budget for an agency mm. or a firm, they that, that scares people. So then they literally run away from doing anything. Yeah. And what I want to do is be that middle ground opportunity, which is why I do the kind of all bells and whistles and I can obviously do it all for you. But I also do the coaching, which, mm, which you I love. love. I yeah. mean, I got to say the coaching side of my business is just it's so rewarding and for me just seeing my clients just excel I mean literally they are every single one of them is amazing like they do so much good work and for me it's literally me just kind of kind of making them accountable Mm -hmm. kind of just guiding them through it giving them all my kind of deep dark secrets of Mm -hmm. PR because Mm -hmm. there's a lot like PR's not easy like you know the rejection (laughs) yeah the rejection is a lot yes um but I can basically (laughs) take them through all of that and give them all my tips and tricks Mm. you know and that for me is just yeah I really do love the coaching so it's a big shout out to all my coaching clients so speaking of clients how do you know when a client's right for you like what are your red flags do you have any do you have any client it oh i'm deep here you are mean (laughs) okay right i'm gonna take a sip of my coffee now she's drinking the tea (laughs) oh that's definitely not strong enough um my water there's nothing in that (laughs) nothing saving me in that cup okay okay um so I would I would always do a chemistry meeting because mm-hmm. I think it's really important that you click with who yeah. you work with because you really do work closely with them. Yeah. Um, and if that chemistry is not there, I've definitely I have said I don't yeah, I don't think this will work. A hundred percent. Like I'm not one to say I, I, I'll look at the brief, I'll understand it and I'll, you know, if I can't either answer it or I don't think we're a right fit yeah or you know the experience whatever's required very happy to kind of say no or recommend them to somebody else or whatever because it is really vital that who you know your suppliers you work with really do have that connection with you Mm, yeah Um, it makes a difference because for me what I constantly need is content ideas I need information from them they're the experts in their field I'm the one just shouting about it I'm the one putting it out there so I don't want to be the one going okay now I need to actually learn about um services that I have absolutely no idea about and I'll literally just be using chat gpt or something which Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do I feel like it's important whenever I take someone on it's like I need to make sure I can do that job well and that the connection's there and that that we're going to work together as it is a partnership um so the red flags for me would certainly be if they literally just kind of handed everything over to you and just went go yeah I would straight away be like okay it doesn't work that way yeah you know there has to be that point of contact it may not be the most senior person in the business it may be somebody else but you've always got to have that point of contact you've got to have that somebody to work with so that would always be my first port of call yeah how much information they want to give me um but you know some people really they know that they want to do PR and social Mm. media but they really shy away from it yeah so I like to help build people up I like to help give them that confidence to realize it's not as scary Mm -hmm. because 
I think if you don't put yourself out there, it's even if somebody doesn't even have a LinkedIn profile, I'm like, I'll guide you. I'll help you get there. I'll give you that because any journalist is going to research you. So if you want PR, but you're not willing to put yourself out there, the results aren't going to happen. So I have to be really honest with people. So yeah, I, I, I think it's about ensuring you give them that confidence to be able to get out there so that I can do my job. If I can't do my job because you are unwilling to put yourself out there, then yeah, it's never going to work. It's got to be a two-way street. And it's not even like they need the content to begin with to work with you. It's not like you have to have everything ready to made to go. You, no. you'll, you'll guide them through that process. It's just being willing to go out there and show up and be It's visible. the willingness. Yeah. 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 So obviously you've experienced both agency life and now obviously founding your own company as well. Are there anything, is there anything that you've taken from agency life that is really serving you well? Like what life mm. lessons have, has agency life taught you that you're going this is really helping me now. I, I've, I've been really fortunate. I, I had some really quite amazing people around me in agency mm. life um, from all different backgrounds. Um, and I feel like the biggest, the biggest one I probably took away was the finance yeah. side of running a business. So when I was head of PR in an agency, I, I was very much like kind of this is this is your team Mm -hmm. this is what you've got to get in yeah this is how much you're costing us it was like you know on a monthly basis having these like really serious meetings and sitting down um and I think when I first took that particular role as head of PR I (laughs) I don't think um my old boss will uh be at all like surprised but I was completely out of my depth um and my husband also knew I was out of my depth um and when I got the job I literally like I put down the phone and I ran to Chris going oh my god I got this job and then I looked at it and went oh fuck I've actually got to do it now (laughs) but I was very lucky that actually I had a very supportive board of directors that actually did show me Mm. they put me through my paces don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong like Mm -hmm. it was very much being accountable for everything but it really did like that was definitely my level up massively yeah um in that role um so the finance side of it running a whole business and because also it was an integrated agency so it actually had media buying it had a, a creative studio we developed a social media team the le- like the amount I learned about running a business mm. was massive because yeah. I, I actually was lucky to have the insight because I sat on that board. Yeah. So from a very young age, I got a very good insight into sitting on a board, which I don't think which many people yeah. could get. So yeah, so the agency world, I, I loved it. Don't get, like I really did love it, but I think the pace of it for mm. my life now is why I love running my own business. Yeah. So kind of going on from that as well, one of the things that I admire the most about you is your ability to know your own strengths, but utilize the strengths and skill sets of others around you. Like you are the queen of pulling together a team to perfectly fit (laughs) a bespoke client. You know, um, like you've pulled me in on jobs, like Connor who sat here as well, like you've pulled Connor in on jobs. And I know that you pull from 
agency and industry contacts. Um, where did you learn this skill and what do you look for in the perfect collaboration? <gasps> trust. Mm. Absolutely trust. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I'm recommending somebody, it's me that they're going to come back to. It's literally all down to trust. But I just feel like, I don't know whether it's a sixth sense. Maybe I have one. But when I do meet someone and I click, it's, it's just, I just know. I just know that I can work with them. I just know that there's a real kind of... You just get that connection don't yeah you? and yeah. I have to say I'm going to use Connor as a perfect example there because when I like I've been <laughs> this is going to sound really weird now Connor like <laughs> fire away I'm all for it's it it's going red in the corner I'm like, <laughs> I, I was watching you from afar um but no I knew your name and you kept like popping up in me insta so that'll be my yeah my funny instagram reels <laughs> <laughs> which which you are now on board with oh i know i know you've got me on board with this i'm actually yeah i'm not such an old fart anymore you've brought me into the modern world um <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah guys i was genuinely afraid of reels but connor is bringing me into the fold and uh, you'll be seeing them soon That's um, good ones. really really good ones <laughs> but basically it it was like I as soon as I like had that initial call with Connor yeah I honestly genuinely clicked with you and I knew straight away I wanted to work with you it was like something just the vibe the way in which you talked about your clients and what you did and what you were producing it was just something Mm. there vibe check oh vibe check vibe check um I mean, for you, it's different because obviously you were my friend first. So we had that trust already, which was the beauty of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think if it's somebody brand new, if it is somebody that I want to connect with, collaborate with, I think it's just having that connection. And I think being really transparent and being like, this is how I work. This is how I deal with my clients. You are absolutely happy to be completely a part of this so I'm not even like a control freak where it's like I have to manage that client solely as like no yeah if I bring someone into the fold then you're in like that mix and you know that because Mm -hmm. of the work that we do with Raymond James and your brilliant Brazilian and all the the stuff that we've collaborated on you very much manage that client from your side and the expertise you offer because they want to hear from you they don't want to hear it through somebody so I think it's just yeah it's I but I I can't tell you what it is that makes me know yeah you just know I think you just (laughs) it is like a gut instinct thing isn't it you know if someone's going to be a right fit and whether they have that same mantra and like work ethic as you and yeah it's just it shines through but i'll happily drop someone if they you know oh yeah i don't yeah (laughs) definitely i don't suffer fools gladly (laughs) like if you start to just not show up Mm. then i'm i'm yeah you're not the one and so sometimes yeah it doesn't always work perfectly so i don't want to make out like every collaboration i've had has been the dream collaboration because sometimes they're not yeah but i think it's recognizing it quick enough yeah so that it doesn't impact the client that's the most important thing Absolutely. because if the collaboration's not right and i don't think they're the right fit then we mutually decide 
to step away, yeah. you know, um, and we don't impact that client because the, the thing that I pride myself on is the client doesn't need to know what's going on behind the curtains. Mm. Mm. The drama of it all. <laughs> so drama. So talk me through a day in the life of you. What oh, does God. your average, I, I say this, <laughs> knowing that I spend quite a Poop, lot of time on the phone nappies. to you, uh, and no day is ever the same, but <laughs> try and give me a rough guideline of a general day in the life of Fenny. Oh God. I mean, well, a lot, is there of, it, even one? A lot of it is kids. I'll, I'll be honest. I've got two beautiful boys, age two and three, who are the light of my life, but the absolute biggest bugbear of my life as well um so yeah so I am a mum of two so it's tricky so I try to balance my life out as Mm. much as possible because I genuinely love my work so trying to make sure I'm a good mum and do what I love yeah so I mean it's early morning rises with Freddie it's doing all the the Mm -hmm. early morning stuff um but then it's also uh, managing my like clients. So I do um, my coaching clients. I do uh, mostly via phone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we'll either do like a video call. Um, so my day could literally be like dropping the kids off at nursery, getting back to my little work office at mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. Um, doing my back to back video calls yep. with my coaching clients. Um, and then the other clients that I have where I do more of a full service offering, which I do anything from like press releases to social media content and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'll pretty much be spending most of the day, whatever the workload is for that particular yeah. day. Um, but always touching base. That's my one thing. I really like connecting with my clients quite regularly. Um, so there'll be meetings as well, face to face. Um, you know, and then pretty much then doing the nursery pickup, mm-hmm. dinner, and then after dinner, probably doing some more work the night because, yep. yeah, yeah, because actually when I have to do writing, the evening is the best for me. It really is. Yeah. I, so there's so much less distraction. I find yeah. like I get yeah, nighttime working is. Yeah. My copywriting press releases, that type of thing generally happens in the evening and then I'll pass out. <laughs> Maybe see my husband in between at some point. Head down on the desk, pass out, or flop onto the bed. Oh no, bed! Oh, it's always yeah. So literally, I'll probably like my last bit of work that I do. I always do sit up in bed rather than actually at the desk because yeah. yeah, And I'll probably have some like kind of reality TV on in the background, like Married at First Sight. There she is. Hell yeah, love is love. (laughs) Love a bit of trashy TV. Um. I've lost my around my questions now. Um, so when it comes to working for yourself, what is your non-negotiable career perk that you carve out for yourself? Uh, While you're having a think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you a suggestion. Go. Um, you are very, very good at taking your weekends and dedicating them solely to family time. Okay. Um... Yeah, I th- I think it's about the the, the setting of boundaries. Mm. I think um, because when I was agency side, I was very guilty of doing it all hours because I felt re- like responsible to my boss. I didn't want to let them down. Yeah. Whereas I feel like with my clients, and because actually, you know, all my clients 
either have their own families or not even necessarily if they've got kids but they've got partners you know whatever mm. but they all have their own lives they're all smaller businesses so it's a really nice way to kind of be like no let's do it for each other mm. with these boundaries yeah. and actually be like responsible to say yeah so yeah so I, w- I would definitely say making sure that 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 time is is spent because otherwise I think my husband might leave me because I mean <laughs> poor thing didn't see me so <laughs> it's so important isn't it to make time because especially when you work for yourself it can be so all-consuming and especially when there's like big deadlines coming up and just trying to find that balance between you know making time but also like n- there's no one ever for things to fall back on like as a as a founder like it, it always comes back to you doesn't it so yeah. it's making sure that you've got that time dedicated yeah yeah i need to work on that too (laughs) (laughs) yes you do (laughs) yeah i'm not sitting here like an angel (laughs) so what do you love most about your job the people yeah i absolutely and i mean i literally the biggest shout out to all of my clients because every single one of them is just absolutely wonderful but i think probably the absolute best perk is I get to work with my bestie every single day um and I don't I don't know many people that have got that opportunity um Mm. where our businesses complement each other so well and that we talk every day I mean our husbands actually do say that I think you talk to Tiggs more than you talk to me yeah yeah. uh, which is probably (laughs) true um but the beauty of that is that I'm loving watching you flourish and grow and your business, just everything about you. And I get to work with you and promote you. Um, So it's the people yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely great when you work with people that you can spend all day, every day with. Yeah. It definitely makes life easier, doesn't it? And Connor too as well, of course. And I love working both of you too. Loving, (laughs) loving. loving the room. So what's the best piece of advice someone's ever given you? Oh. Um, advice. We'll, we'll narrow it down a little bit. Um, oh, blimey. Uh, gosh, I don't know. You've really put me on the spot here. Um, best piece of advice. trying to think of a nugget of wisdom that someone's given you at any point i'll chip in with mine go to to get the ball rolling my best piece of advice someone ever told me is don't give everything away all at once keep your powder dry Mm. yeah Mm. yeah that's true yeah i think that 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 there's definitely something in that because i think sometimes before i've got a contract signed and sealed i've probably done a lot of work yeah so I do I do think that there, there is that element that sometimes you kind of you get excited about a client or someone new and you kind of go oh, right okay I'm going to start doing loads and loads of work and you haven't even got that contract signed and money through the door mm. um so I'm actually going to echo uh what Connor said there of mm. don't give it all away like really important yeah especially when you're doing a lot of work up front like so much of what you're doing is proposals and pitches in like putting those concepts it's like trying to get the right amount of info out without giving like say giving away the the entire cart so yeah yeah 
Mm. <laughs> Some muse on. Uh, if someone invested 50k into your business bank account this second, how would you spend it? Oh, well, I think Connor knows this answer already. Um, I really want to get an office with a podcast studio mm-hmm. in the office. So it's like a permanent space and it's something then that I can offer to all my clients and beyond and really glow, grow glow grow they will that, be glowing they'll glow up <laughs> glow uh that podcast service but yeah. then also because i'm looking to build the team to be able to have people have that office space mm. because i know that all of us kind of have been appreciating working from home and obviously it is quite cost effective um if i'm growing a team and especially if i'm bringing like young people so i'm looking at like graduates and stuff like that right now they need to be in the office with me and they need to like I've trained so many people through my career like when I was agency side I've had teams of like 15 20 people and you've got to be with them day in day out to really help grow that career grow that understanding and I can't do that without an office so for me my next level up would absolutely be that office space for sure Amazing. I can see that in your near future as well. Because I know how much you want that. Yeah. Yeah. Only a ma- I reckon it's going to be a matter of months before what happens. Fingers Watch crossed. <laughs> so uh, this is my favorite feature that we're going to be introducing to the podcast. Uh, so we're going to be asking all of our guests this um, on every episode. And it is our internet search history question where we delve into the internet to find something that you've said in the past and hold you accountable to it. Um, So uh, on the 23rd of July, 2022, you wrote a post on Instagram about owning our true selves. And you mentioned that sometimes even as an expert in visibility, it can be a struggle for you to show up in film and video. Um, And I've specifically picked this one because I know how hard you've worked on this in like the last week as well. So that said, you do consistently, consistently push through and always show up as your most authentic, unfiltered self. And obviously we now have a podcast where you're going to be appearing in video online every week you're without fail. going to get uh, sick of me. <laughs> available on all good video podcast platforms. Um, how Look. do how do you push through and what tips do you have for others, um, like your clients, for example, that might feel the same way about their own visibility journey? Do you know what it is? It- <laughs> genuinely it's one of those ones that when you work in your own industry showing up for what you do Mm. actually ends up being one of the hardest things to do yes um we're all guilty of it and I have to say it's actually the support around me that has enabled me to do it so working with you Tiggs was amazing because Mm. I remember doing our first shoot together Mm -hmm. Uh, which actually wasn't really that long ago if we think about it it was only like yeah Yeah. and I'd done photo shoots previously from my dancing days and had the worst experience and just felt uncomfortable awkward and actually at that point I was young thin you know it didn't look too bad so it shouldn't I mean, have felt all the like things you also are now. Uh, let's just throw well, that out no. there. Mom Continue. Of t- mom of two. Um, but no, I mean, basically, I just I think previous experience had really made it even worse. Mm-hmm. That I was like, OK, I really don't like doing this. But I knew I had to. I can't promote 
my business. I can't tell my clients to do something if I'm not doing it myself. But it is genuinely about who you work with. So find the perfect photographer, Mm -hmm. videographer, producer, everyone that's going to make you feel comfortable and confident to do it. That's the best advice I can give. And that's exactly what I've had being surrounded by you, being surrounded by Connor. Like yesterday... Mm. we like we, like no it was Wednesday actually Wednesday. sorry God, two days oh, my mum literally my brain's like jam um <laughs> Wednesday sorry I did a video shoot with Connor in my house and it was my first video shoot with Connor it was a lot of fun <laughs> we pretty much <laughs> belly laughed all the way through it but I came away feeling amazing I did. I genuinely was. I was. I'll tell you now, Connor. I was really nervous about doing it because I I remember you saying, like, (laughs) I remember you saying, and you you were very honest that you were you were nervous about it. It like your first venture into like the world of Instagram real short form content because it's not the most natural thing to be in front of the camera, especially if like you're sort of being silly in front of the camera and stuff is it yeah but you absolutely smashed it out of the park oh Aww. bless you but this but this is it because you gave me that confidence to do it and again like you do tigs the way that you i've watched lots of other photographers mm. not do what you do the way that you talk to people that you even ask certain questions to be able to get a certain expression out of someone it's just fantastic it's amazing to see the skills that you guys offer and other people in your industry yeah to make people feel comfortable so honestly like n- not everyone is right for everyone but just yeah. find those suppliers that work for you that enable you to show up yeah because that's what did it for me and that's what's made me feel comfortable and now I'm excited to do the next one because I like yeah. I had so much fun I mean you were so, positively glowing I, yeah it, I actually I called you afterwards <laughs> so I was like Penny, I actually have to say this so you hear the words, not just read them in a text form. Like you are absolutely glowing with happiness in that photo that you posted, like the selfie afterwards. And it's it is finding people that make you feel like that about yourself, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. I mean so, at the end of the shoot, we were, you were already looking at next location. I know. <laughs> yeah, we before were, you'd even left, I got a voice note. We, got we a found voice it. Note. <laughs> Reporting voice live note to from. <laughs> How do you feel about this venue? Because we basically already booked it. <laughs> It's on this date. <laughs> I know. We're very enthusiastic, aren't we, Connor? We, we are. We are. We work fast. <laughs> oh, um, deep question. Oh, God. What's why? Um, I, I feel like I've repeated this a little bit, but, but it's genuine. In, in a, it, it's, it's the people. So mm. the, the reason that I show up every day and the reason I created this business was to help support anyone else wanting to develop their own business and see them flourish. Like my why is, you know, take that leap. Yeah. I was afraid to do it for so long and I'm really glad that something that was bad at that time what felt devastating yeah. like being made redundant whilst on maternity and actually I will go into a little bit but um I actually had a really bad experience in my last agency yeah. with my boss um and what felt like really bullying nature and culture um and really actually sp- I went into a bit of a spiral mentally Mm. that really I struggled. Um, And it was only from like getting that push, going out on my own 
I'm working with just really wonderful people every single day, getting inspired by people. Yeah. Like every single one of my clients inspires me. Yeah. Like what they do, how they show up, the way in which they've built their business, the way in which they survive and grow and just their enthusiasm. I literally, it, it feeds me. So my why is the people that I am able to help that also help me. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So what does the future look like for you? You're coming up to your first year. I know. First year of business <gasps> birthday. Ah! Uh, so what are you working on? What's it, what's near future for you? Oh, well, this, pod, this podcast is yeah. my big thing because I wanted to do this forever. Yes. So um, having started out in radio, I was always like, oh, I want to be a radio presenter. And then actually having set up this business and then realizing the wonderful world of podcasting and mm. actually the real opportunity so for me it's really growing this podcast with you guys and and building our relationship and our working relationship together um yeah definitely if i could get an office yeah that's that on would the list. be amazing Top with the a list. podcast studio um but then also maybe getting a bit of support from like employing somebody whether it's from the social media side of what I offer yeah. or the PR publicity side of what I offer or both, amazing. Um, just to grow that team, to be able to support my clients in the way that I do yeah. so that the platform is just a constantly growing entity, but it's still got that personal connection. Amazing. So... Mm, yeah right things happening in your future <laughs> so three final lightning questions for you uh what is your best business accomplishment no humble brags required best business i think so not my own business yeah, I, say. <laughs> I mean I yeah i mean i think that's Up it there. like yeah. the fact that it's mine yeah it's yours it's mine um what is your favorite productivity hack Oh, I am very, I'm all about writing. I'm, I'm old school. I know like this is going to make everyone cringe right now, but I, I, I'm notepad paper woman. I do my to-do list in, in my notepad. Um, but it just means that, I don't know, it just for me is the that accountability of, of like crossing it off yeah. and just not have something, something digital, but it's physical. It feels more like I've got to make sure that that's done. I mean, as proven by the fact that I've turned up with my laptop, with my notes on and my to-do list in the corner and you've got printouts. I have printouts. <laughs> um, what is one thing the internet doesn't know about you yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Um, well, I don't know if the internet knows it, but I'll, 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 I'll use this one. Uh, I previously was a professional dancer for Rod Stewart. Were you? Did you not know no. this? There you go. And even so, Bestie doesn't know this. Right, there you go. So um, I actually was a backing dancer for Rod Stewart um, at uh, Buckingham Palace um, for oh the Olympic torch where they kind of pass the torch through every country ahead of the Olympics. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so um, I was his backing dancer and um, I'm actually in Hello magazine with, I'm literally in the background, that's hilarious. It's literally <laughs> like a photo of Rod Stewart with Penny Lancaster one side and then me the other. Oh my so goodness. it's like Rod between two pennies. Wow. So... 
Yeah. Maybe the internet doesn't know it because it was so bloody long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was before Google. It was guys. before, it was before, before the internet was born. <laughs> so if anyone's been inspired listening to you today, how can they find out more about you? <gasps> Apart from obviously checking out your details, which will be on the podcasting list anyway. But. <laughs> yeah, no. So I've got my website, which is the hyphen platform with a double T dot com. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, I'm on Instagram as well. Um, Facebook, all all the uh, relevant platforms um and now tiktok thanks to connor and we'll put those in the <laughs> podcast notes as well so if anyone wants to have a look they'll find them at the bottom it's been amazing i've actually like i've loved actually learning a few new facts about you we are definitely going to talk about the rod stewart thing more later um but yeah it's oh, it's been such a joy thank you for today oh thank you so much and uh yeah looking forward to finding out a little bit more about you on our next episode ah, i'm not prepared Ha <laughs> ha